Okay, welcome to the Lead FTS podcast. Today we're going to be talking about strength training equipment and what our views on that is. So this podcast sort of dives into topics about strength training and we get sort of professionals that have been live, uh, been working in this field or enjoyed lifting weights in this field for a long time and wanted to sort of talk about it with them. So today you have Jackson Porter, who is a competitive powerlifter who's been lifting for the better part of a decade and always trying to get better any way I can. Over to one of you guys. <laughs> uh, my name's Joe. <laughs> I uh, passed for like a year and a half, two now, before I played football, rugby, and hockey and some other sports uh, occasionally. I've kind of been all around the all around the place. Yeah, you've done a lot of sports in your life. Yeah, no. yeah. I've dabbled in a lot, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Daniel? Yeah, uh, my name's Daniel. I started Olympic weightlifting when I was 13. Um, I stuck with that for about three years, I think. Uh, I did competitively for about two, probably about anywhere from seven to ten competitions total. Um, I stopped doing that and kind of just transitioned to overall fitness for a bit. Um, and I did a bit of bodybuilding powerlifting stuff for the past few years uh, since then. Yeah. So I guess we all have sort of different backgrounds when it comes to like sort of strength training to sport performance athletes. Uh, so I think this will be interesting to sort of talk about. The first topic I was thinking we could talk about today is what your guys' thoughts are on the importance of proper strength training equipment. So that can come down to like the actual bars you're using to actual competition plates for what you're training on. Do you guys feel like these things make a big difference for when you're lifting? Um, I'd say it more depends on like what your goals are, um, what you're aiming for. For example, like a competitive power lifter, um, you're really going to need that equipment because inside of powerlifting competition, you know, there's regulation equipment that's going to be used. Yeah, competition specific equipment. In those situations. Yeah, but say um, if you're doing something else, like say bodybuilding, like you're not really being judged based on yeah. the equipment that you use to actually get your physique. You're being judged on the physique itself. And the equipment's pretty much just a tool to get to where, where you're going. Yeah. I mean, it, it does help, like, to have the equipment. I mean, having like even just like a barbell like it doesn't have yeah. to be anything special um but it, it definitely helps you get to that point as well but again it's really like goal oriented I'd, I'd say a lot of it's like distraction too like at rmc the one time i had to use a safety bar that was covered in duct tape because it was so crappy and the entire time the only thing i could think about was how sticky it was like yeah. it's a distraction thing like if you're using like a good squat rack and a good bar and stuff, all you can think about is the weight in front of you and pulling that. You don't have to th- like your not mind's not taken off it by other things like sticky tape. Yeah, I think it also really helps for like long term as well, or not long term, but like for like for more sports like uh, powerlifting or Olympic lifting. Actually, using the equipment you're going to use in competition gives you an obvious advantage in the competition because you know what you're expecting to walk into. Like anything from using an ollie bar that actually whips the proper way or using a squat bar that doesn't whip at all. Yeah. Those things can make a massive difference for your actual competition play. Same with like using actual like the like proper plates. All the plates because you yeah. know it's the exact way, right? You're not. You might be doing like four or two. You might be doing four ten, right? Yeah. Like now you know you're doing four or five exactly. Yeah. Like four, four point three, but. Plus, you probably wouldn't want to be using metal plates for Olympic lifting. Yeah. <laughs> you make a good sound. <laughs> you let everyone know in the gym you're, you're what you're doing. So, uh, my next sort of idea I want to talk about with you guys is the belief of better equipment equals more con- conducive training. Does it, like, does it equal out to be more conducive training? Which, it's definitely up to opinion. I think Dan already touched on this a little bit about, like, it depends on what you're actually training for. 
So bodybuilding, it probably is not the biggest issue in the world as the whole goal of bodybuilding is building muscle while shedding down some fat. Whereas sort of the sports that Joe and I, you and I have been competing in for the last few years is it's a little bit more important to have the training, like you want a good gym, you want the good equipment, you want stuff that you're actually going to be training with and dealing with on game day. Well, we have to say, remember like the EPC meet last summer when we didn't have the squat bar to use before that. And you'd used it a bit yeah. before that, but I hadn't. And like going to a competition and like that's the first time I ever touched a squat bar and had to use it. Like it was weird on the back and it definitely like, it didn't feel right. Yeah. Which like if you had that before, yeah, it'd be a bit nice. Yeah. For people that don't know, a regular barbell is about seven feet long. Uh, or sorry, six feet long and weighs about, uh, you should weigh 45 pounds, whereas a squat bar is eight and a half feet long and weighs 55 pounds. So it's a lot thicker of a bar, so it does not bend on your back as much. But if you've not been training with it, it feels very, very uncomfortable as it doesn't sit properly on your back as you're not used to training with it. I think they're also a little bit wider as well, like the, it, the yeah. diameter. And the nail, yeah. nailing yeah. on it. Yeah, like every, everything is different, it's so it yeah. does, it yeah. treats differently. Yeah. And the last question I just sort of had for you guys, just for my own curiosity's sake, because we're all right now training at different gyms, and in the last few years with COVID and everything like that, and just uh, life, we've been, we've switched, we've all switched gyms a little bit. Would you guys actually choose to travel farther for better equipment in your life? Yeah, we already we do. Yeah, you, you and we I do like that. we we go like far all the way out to the west end from like center to like downtown for just that gym because it has the equipment it has and the size and like just the, the like environment kind of too. But yeah, like, I think you and I put a lot more effort into or like not effort, sorry, uh, put a lot more. I think we're still looking at sport performance. You and I, so yeah. like we're trying to perform better. Whereas I think because you Dan, you, know, you go to a gym that is closer to home for you. Yeah. Which might not have exactly what you're looking for. Well, I, I also just couldn't get out to the West End right now because yeah, I have to take the bus and yeah. it'd be like a, a two-hour trip every day. Well, yeah. yeah. Which like, I just don't have time for in my life right yeah, now. When so. I was, when I was in Ottawa, like I was considering <clears> the six one three lift, which is like an hour bus ride. Yeah. And then finally, I just realized, like, man, like, you can't take two hours hours every day drive that far. But like, I seriously like put consideration of like going that far. Yeah. And I still went pretty far for like a decent good life. That was cool. like that was wasn't like too far, but it was better than like the Ottawa U gym that was two minutes away, right? So yeah, like having the access to actually things you're looking for. I think for a lot of people that train these sports, it's worthwhile. But there's always things to consider, for sure. Okay, guys. Well, thanks for doing the Lead FTS podcast with me. Something Joe wrote.